Good morning, and we welcome once again to the program State Representative Randy Fry. How are you doing this morning, Randy? Good morning, Tom. I'm great. It's a beautiful, sunny, late June morning, and so happy to uh, join you on the program. Well, thanks for uh, joining us, and uh, great to have you as always. And uh, uh, now more than ever, uh, the m- most uh, pertinent time the, with the announcement yesterday that the uh, special session of the Indiana General Assembly, which was scheduled to begin next Wednesday, has now been delayed to uh, late July. Yeah, I got word yesterday from the speaker that they backed it up to the 25th of July. Um, not totally sure what the reasoning is. I'm sure it's uh, to get better legislation, get more participation. But, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was all ready to go in next week, and now it'll be the 25th. And of course, uh, the uh, governor originally called it for the uh, the tax you know taxpayer relief, uh, and then of course with the um, Supreme Court ruling that uh, Roe versus Wade was overturned, or at least uh, you know put back in the uh, in the state's uh, court, so to speak. Um, I imagine that the you know a lot of it uh, is surrounding that the fact that uh, maybe the speaker and uh, some of the House leadership wanted to uh, craft some legislation uh, dealing with that issue. Well, I'm sure that's. And it's vitally important that we get this legislation right. We have to uh, listen to a lot of different people, and we have to get quality legislation. Um, Tom, I I think it's essential that we have legislation with a position of love for the mother and the child. And I think that's going to include prenatal care uh, for mothers that need it. I think it's going to uh, include additional care after the baby comes. I think it's going to need to have some adoption reform uh, done, if we can get that in the bill. All of these are things I'm speculating on. Uh, and so uh, we we have a lot to do, and we have one shot at it. So I would applaud for taking this time to get to legislation. And, of course, uh, the uh, the other party, uh, the Democrats, uh, looking to uh, keep it uh, safe and legal and uh, and I imagine that uh, they're going to uh, try and uh, float some proposals as well. Well, I'm sure there'll be a lot of different ideas uh, proposed, and uh, some from my side of the aisle, some from the other side, and all of them deserve to be listened to. I've reached, recently reached out to uh, State Representative down in southern Indiana. She's on the other side of the aisle, Representative Fleming, and uh, asked for her help. She's an OBGYN. And so uh, I think it's necessary uh, that I talk to her and get her thoughts uh, as we uh, propose this legislation as well. Yeah, and, that, and that's a key element there, the fact that, uh, you know, with the legislators, they uh, have day jobs, so to speak. And then here you, you're speaking to um, someone uh, with some expertise in that field as an OBGYN, the fact and kind of uh, the fact that uh, you want to get her thoughts on it. And, uh, and you, know, you know, that speaks to a lot as far as. Um, dealing with a very complex issue. It does, Tom. We have to, again, be sensitive to different ideas. But in the end, uh, I think it's vitally important that we protect both the mother and the child. And uh, so we'll see what the final legislation looks like. I'm sure it's no surprise to your listeners that I'm pro-life and uh, author of pro-life legislation. As, as you know, Tom, I've done a lot of work with the Safe Haven Baby Boxes, and uh, we're currently getting two additional ones in Ripley County. One will uh, be down in Versailles and the other in Milan. Uh, these baby boxes are essential to mothers who are in crisis 
they're uh, have a, a newborn. They don't feel like they can raise this child, and so they want to give this child a home and an opportunity to have a life with a family that loves them. So I think all in all, uh, Safe Haven Baby Boxes, again, are playing a big role here. All right. And then uh, so the bottom line is um, you know, the fact that uh, state legislatures can uh, tackle the issue of abortion uh, bottom line is we just don't know uh, what that legislation in the state of Indiana will look like. Well, we don't know what the final version will yeah. look like. We can, uh, I think, assume some things. We certainly will. Abortion will be greatly restricted uh, in Indiana. Uh, it will be, uh, there will be most likely a provision for death of the mother. There may be a couple of other provisions. We'll wait and see what those are and if they are included in the bill or in amendments. But uh, the ultimate thing is we just don't know what the final bill will look like. And then, of course, uh, the original intent of the uh, special session, which uh, was uh, set to begin next week and now delayed till uh, July 25th, was uh, taxpayer relief. And uh, your thoughts on that and, uh, you know, where things stand and how that legislation might uh, shake out. Yeah, Tom, uh, so I, I think there may be some uh, misconception amongst the uh, your uh, listeners and certainly amongst people in, in my district and across the state. First off, uh, when we talk about taxpayer relief, this is this is your money. This is taxpayer money that uh, they uh, have paid to the state, and the state's financial situation is such that we simply have more than we need. And so the governor proposed that we return a billion dollars back from the state uh, coffers to the citizens of Indiana. Now, that equates about $225 per Indiana taxpayer. If you filed an Indiana income tax uh, back in uh, 2021, then you would be eligible for the taxpayer refund. Now, some people have told me that they haven't received their refund of $125 from earlier this year. And so part of that, although I don't agree with it, it's uh, way too slow, is that if you had set up a agreement with your bank and the Department of Revenue, where if you got a refund, it was directly deposited into your account, then you received your refund already. If you haven't, you need to get in, and you're in my district, you need to get a hold of me and we'll work on it to try to find out what's going on. If you're waiting on a check, the checks have to be out by September 1st. So that's part of the problem. I have no idea why it's taking the Department of Revenue this long to get the checks out but uh, let's hope we can speed it up next time. So you're looking at this current proposal that the governor threw out. It's about $450 per family. Well, there's been a lot of debate, a lot of discussion about suspending the gas tax in lieu of this refund. Well, that doesn't really make a lot of sense for several reasons. The first is that 40% of the gasoline bought in Indiana is either bought by corporations or out-of-state people traveling to the state. And so if we're going to give a savings to those, uh, uh, we want to give it to Hoosiers, not necessarily just people who are traveling through our state. Um, Another thing, there's no guarantee that the gas station owner is going to pass along 100% of the uh, savings on to the consumer. They could split it, for instance. The other thing is, what about... Uh, at what point in time would we put it back on? And so I can't imagine any taxpayer saying, yeah, I'm good, then put it back. 
So the problem is that it just doesn't, it isn't the best option. It's not a bad option. It's just not the best option. So giving the money back from the treasury is a lot better option in my opinion. Now, what's happening is we're able to do this because our economy has done well. We've lived within our means and we're simply returning the tax dollar to the individual. You get that money up front. You can spend that money on gas if you want. You can spend it on groceries if you want. You can spend it on whatever you want or you can save it if you want. So uh, to me, that's the better option. And the last option is if the gas tax was suspended, it will be put back on. I think a lot of folks believe that if we suspended the gas tax, it would never go back on. That works if you don't consider the fact that we can't maintain the roads. So we just we just can't do that. I wish we could. I wish we could eliminate all taxes, but unfortunately, it costs money to run a state. So uh, that's the thinking. That's the thought process behind it. And uh, suppose somebody uh, thinks that, uh, you know, for example, uh, you return this money to uh, taxpayers, and uh, but uh, with inflation and things of that nature and state coffers, I mean, uh, would that come into play, or is that, uh, or is that uh, kind of out of bounds as far as uh, this item is concerned? Well, I think the state budget is in good shape. I think our revenue is uh, very, very strong. I know we've got uh, record uh uh, reserves, and so that's why we're able to give this money back. We're not going to spend ourselves down to a position where we can't uh, pay our bills. All right, and then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout, and we'll continue our conversation with State Representative Randy Fry right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with State Representative Randy Fry. And uh, and Randy had several pieces of legislation authored during the uh, recent session, regular session, and uh, one in particular of note, uh, the one that, uh, you know, dealing with uh, drug addiction and also uh, relieving a jail overcrowding. You bet, Tom. That's uh, House Enrolled Act 1004, which the governor did sign into law. It takes effect July 1st. And uh, what that bill will allow is those convicted level six felons whose crime is committed after July 1st of 2022 would be eligible if the judge sees that that's the best option to be sentenced to the Department of Corrections in lieu of the county jail. The current law uh, requires convicted level six felons, that's the lowest level uh, nonviolent offenders, to be housed in the county jail. Well, that's uh, caused a great deal of overcrowding in our local jails, as I'm sure you're aware. But it also, some counties do a great job uh, with mental health and drug addiction, but other counties don't. And uh, we heard testimonies from uh, our judges sheriffs that uh, this particular legislation was going to be a big boost for them. It's going to be a big help to them, uh, not only freeing up space, but also uh, providing the necessary treatment that these individuals need. Uh, One judge testified in committee that he's had individuals stand before him before, and he knows they need additional treatment, and he didn't have it to offer. And so now they do. So I'm proud of that legislation that's uh, 
uh, a bill I think will uh, not only help the counties and the taxpayer, but also help the inmates. And are any other pieces of legislation that will uh, go into that you authored or at least had a hand in that will go into effect tomorrow? Well, they, Tom, we uh, cut the tax rate for Hoosiers. Your income tax rate will begin to go down. Uh, be the largest income tax decrease in Indiana history. So that's a that's a big deal uh, at the time when inflation is going crazy and fuel costs are the highest ever. Uh, we're going to uh, continue to decrease the amount of money that Hoosiers pay in income tax. So it's uh, kind of coupled with the fact that we're uh, returning money to the, the Hoosiers and also uh, cutting the rate. So you'll you'll receive money back that you've already sent in, and you'll send in less in the future. All right. Then uh, anything else uh, before we uh, let you get back and uh, get ready to enjoy the uh, 4th of July holiday, Randy? Well, I was just going to say, Tom, uh, we're coming up on a monumental holiday, one of my favorites of the year. Uh, um, just uh, everyone, please celebrate safely. Uh, be careful, you know, please uh, be mindful of others and just get out there and enjoy the beautiful 4th of July and celebrate our nation and uh, the fact that uh, we're uh, uh, celebrating our independence. I think it's uh, just an amazing uh, weekend. So be safe. I hope to uh, see my grandkids and uh, have a little fun myself. That sounds great. And, uh, well, State Representative Randy Fry, we appreciate your time as always this morning and uh, your perspective on uh, the uh, delay, the postponement of the uh, special session. And uh, as always, uh, stay well, and we will uh, talk to you again down the road. Thank you, Tom.